Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit on the warpath. Clearly gone from grief to anger, and I do feel anger. I feel angry at the South African government. I feel angry with the South African president. The lack of support. Reach out. Reach out to your Jewish community. See, we're okay. You know what? Because we're not. We're not. We've been called settlers and murdered in our beds. Babies have been uh, have been slaughtered. We are not okay. Check in with us. See how we are doing, and uh, maybe maybe try and reach out to us as well. James Jeremy Marlowe is a broadcast journalist. He joins us this morning. We wanted to uh, change the uh, change the focus just a little bit and look into how or what could have happened here. Uh, James, a very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Good morning. Well, we're still in shock, very much in shock. Uh, and now it's pushing that shock to one side, even though it's day six of Operation Swords of, of Iron. In other words, it's all-out war against the Hamas and Islamic infrastructure inside the Gaza Strip. Let me just update you briefly mm-hmm. as to what has happened overnight. Uh, firstly, Israel continues to hit terrorist targets in the Gaza Strip, uh, weapons-making factories, its command centers, which they are pretty much in and around Gaza City, the Jabalia camp, and various other places. And Israel has this intelligence and has had it for some time. And, of course, its members and anyone who is associated with the Hamas regime. Uh, The rocket attacks have continued to come across overnight. Ashkelon was really bombarded Mm, yesterday mm. and yesterday evening. And the formation of a unity government, in other words, a war cabinet, has taken place. Uh, That was announced yesterday evening, uh, where Benny Gantz, who is actually not the official opposition leader, but according to all polls, he is the one who has more support than the official opposition leader, who is Yair Lapid. So Benny Gantz is bringing in his party, and um, we're just seeing now uh, the names of some of the soldiers being released who have been killed. And the American Secretary of State, Andrew Blinken, is expected in Israel later this morning, uh, if he is not already arriving at this precise time. So the, the, there's a tremendous amount of movement. The, the, we're still in probably, I would think, almost the second phase of the war. The first was just to contain the territories in Israel, make sure that those areas are relatively safe. Um, that was done. Now there's a little, there's, there's preparing Gaza with, with the um, bombings. And I would imagine there's going to be then the move to a ground uh, a ground invasion, which I think would be um, uh, very unlikely not to happen at this point, is that the sense on the ground as well yes yes it 's very unlikely because the objective right now is uh, to destroy as I said the Hamas infrastructure mm. um, you 're not going to destroy Hamas name <clears throat> unfortunately we 've seen uh, horrendous cheering on of the Palestinian movement and specifically uh, these attacks in places like London and Manchester and in New York and various other cities across Europe. And you perhaps have you seen it in Johannesburg mm. of those who were shouting free Palestine from the river to the sea and some of the 
horrendous, horrendous videos and um, comments being made on social media platforms. Um, but you are going to see a full invasion, and this invasion is likely to come within the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, Israel has spent a, a great deal of time since last Saturday bringing in various Israelis. Um, I know some who were based in London for a uh, for the holiday, for the Sukkot holiday and the Simchat Torah holiday. Uh, they received texts on Saturday afternoon and and Saturday night. Um, and during that time, LL sent a plane. They've, set, they've sent in another plane to pick up uh, Israelis and to bring them back to Israel. Uh, this, as I understand, is the largest um, bringing in of soldiers, uh, around 3,800. Um, some of them will be stationed up north because, of course, tanks have been moved across the Israeli border up north along Lebanon and close to Syria. The Iron Dome is there. And down in the south as well, you're going to see this invasion probably coming in. And I don't have any word about this, but this is what analysts mm, are saying. Mm. Um, they're coming in from the sea. They will come in from the north. Uh, they will come in, obviously, from the east side uh, using various crossings and uh, just take part of Gaza, if not all of Gaza, and just try and root out um, Hamas and its military uh, capabilities, which Israel has been really having to suffer from pretty much from 2007, 2008. I believe it was the first war in 2009. What you saw, what you saw, Howard, um, on Saturday mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. just even to think about it at this point, uh, at least 1,200 people just uh, butchered. We've, we have not seen anything like this since the time of ISIS. And if you take into account the major attack or attacks that occurred to the United States, i.e. 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, if you put those two attacks together, you add up the numbers that were killed. It doesn't come anywhere close to what took place on Saturday uh, and on Sunday. Nowhere close. It's 10 times worse, according to the population figures within Israel. And there's just utter, utter disgust at the depravity of how a group can actually sink and do this type of thing. In fact, Netanyahu said it's worse. It's worse than ISIS. And their objective is now to prevent this from happening anymore. And I can tell you, because I heard from a minister a couple of days ago, that this coming attack against the Gaza infrastructure and against specifically Hamas and its co-combatants like Ham, uh, Islamic Jihad, uh, the attack against them in the next couple of days will be an attack like never seen before. This is what I was told by a senior minister. And the objective of the attack is to try and get back the deterrence that Israel once had. It had the deterrence um, in 1948, when, of course, they survived the uh, marching armies mm. against Israel. Mm. Uh, it had that deterrence in 1956 when it took over the Sinai Desert and had to give it back. It had that deterrence when it con conquered a huge amount of land, Judea and Samaria, and Jerusalem and the Golan Heights, the Sinai and Gaza in the six days in 1967. And again, in 73, the Israelis were caught sleeping in 1973. But after a week, they managed to get the upper hand. That's exactly what this is, this is going to take place yeah. currently now. 
and in the foreseeable future in the next 24 to 48 hours. And it's very, very unclear how long this war will go on for. But it's going to be like nothing else what we've seen between Israel and Gaza. And this deterrent has to actually be given back to Israel to prevent any other group, any other group, whether it's in the north or whether it's Hamas or somewhere else, to actually pull off such an attack against uh, Israel or any, any democratic country anywhere in the Middle East to send a strong message that you cannot come in and kill at least 1,250, and the numbers are still rising, by the way, mm, uh, mm. and butcher them in the way that they were butchered. And uh, unfortunately, that is all we have time for a very, very important conversation uh, that I have been having with uh, James Jeremy Marlowe. He's a broadcast journalist, clearly also very shaken by some of the images and what he is seeing, the magnitude of these attacks.